Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. All right, let's do this thing. (laughs) Fantasy Best Friends Forever. You hear them whispering over there. It's Ian Khan live in studio. It is a pleasure to be here with you, my man. I was I was getting ready for the doo doo doos. Yeah, I had to change it up. I can't sing without Greg around. I, like, hey, we are we are a, a well formed duo when yeah. it comes to singing. Good, good, good. Uh, but you take one guy away, yeah. and it's like I was I'm like, not going to sing without. And him. honestly, I was like, should I do that? Do I want to do that? Because the other times I've Most been people on, the, don't want to. I, so it's well, fine. listen, I was kind of <laughs> coming in with the idea that I would do it for you because I because I know you can do the, your business. And I was like, oh, I got I'm not going to leave Frank hanging. But I will tell you. That um, I met Mariano about six weeks ago in a, uh, a Japanese uh, hibachi place in Westchester. I feel like either you, no, you talked about this on the Sleeper in the Bus podcast. Didn't yes, you? I did. Because I listened to that episode. I was like, yes, Ian Khan. <laughs> I listened to that episode and I remembered, I just remembered that story when you brought it up right yeah, now. So, so how I, awesome was that? It was it was remarkable. And you know, I, I'm in the industry of I'm in the entertainment industry, so I'm pretty good at not being like starstruck by people. But I'm walking out um, after it was my younger son's birthday, and we went to hibachi, and they're throwing stuff, and you know, it's fun. And then um, I walk out, and there's Mariano, and I, I just went, "Oh man, look at that guy!" I was like, "I, I think I, I'm not. Am I allowed to curse on the show?" Uh, probably okay, not. I said, I said, oh, spit, <laughs> damn. And then I went over and I talked to him for a solid five minutes. Um, he was incredibly gracious, and you know, I was just talking about how I tried to buy him dinner because I was like, you know, when they say that man is never going to buy another meal in that town again. Yeah, I was like, if you have the opportunity to buy, and he's like, no, no, man, no, no, no. But it was really great. So I'm thrilled to hear that. Very good. I actually made that exact intro for the day after Mariano was announced as the first ever unanimous Hall of Famer. I was like, come on. I got I to gotta make something to commemorate Mariano. So that was the intro that I made. And then I tell our guy downstairs, uh, Bavona, on the ones and twos, this week, no Greg. I can't sing without him. I don't trust my voice. I can't do like a solo <laughs> act. Just give me, give me some Metallica. I think it'll be good. So was, uh, we're rolling a, with that. This listen, week. man, I, I really was. I was going to do the whole thing for you. I wasn't going to do this. I was going to let you do Dude, that. I mean, if you want, we can play it now. I really don't. No, I really don't. I really don't. I'm positive. We're really great. We're already in. We're, we're past the, the nerve. You know, when you're like, hey, will you come in? I was like, eh, I got to sing that freaking song. But no, I'm kidding. No, I'm uh, happy to be here with you. Again, that is Ian Khan. Uh-oh. Now you got to sing. See, you brought it up. Spits. Now you got to sing. No, I'm not going to sing. I'm, gonna, I'm doing the background. <laughs> Do, 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 do. See that he's doing it. Okay, that's good. I think I, we, I, can't, I, think I can't sing it. without Greg. I appreciate, I yeah, appreciate the was, thought, though, Bavona. That was fun. Thank you. <laughs> Again, that is Ian Kahn. Might look a little familiar to you. You might have seen him on your television somewhere. Again, yeah, I played General George Washington on AMC's Turn, Washington Spies. It's a good show. I know it's a great show. I, uh, like I know you've, uh, you've starred in some other things as well. You yeah. know, you've done your stuff. 
Uh, he was here last year, friend of the show, friend of the program. Very much. Uh, very happy to have him back in studio, even more so uh, than you know his acting chops. We get him in here for his fantasy baseball chops. This guy's no joke. This guy's no joke. Last year, 15-team auction, GDD, the Gotham Diamond District auction, 15 teams. No easy task taking down a league like that. With he didn't grip. just take it down. He controlled it. He dominated it all season long. And now finds himself as a contributor to Rotowire, uh, contributing his top 400 dynasty rankings, which you can go over and you can get right now. And that's specifically what we're going to talk about today. Not just your rankings, not just where you have some of the top prospects ranked, but I want to specifically get into some strategy talk with you yeah. when it comes to dynasty. I believe you are a part of the Rotowire dynasty invitational. Is that correct? That, that is correct. I you share James, a team with James Anderson. With the great James Anderson, who, great. Is, that is, who is he really is. And he's a, a, a really good friend. And we built a great team together. And we uh, and there's theory behind Dynasty Baseball. I mean, I, oh, part, it's you know, it's so funny. I was it's talking, a different beast, man. It is a different, different beast. beast. And there, there's another great uh, there, there's a there's a great player by the name of Tom Trudeau. I don't know if you know Tom. He's familiar. He, Tom Trudeau is one of is one of the great best Dynasty players in the country for sure. And we were talking yesterday on the phone, we were talking about a deal in another league, and we were catching up about stuff. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, what's interesting is a fantasy baseball redraft is kind of like Texas Hold'em, right? It's just like Hold'em. And you're playing, it's a Roto 15 team, That's whereas Dynasty League is like playing Omaha. It's the same game, but with completely different rules and completely different ideas about how to do it. And if you know what you're doing with Dynasty Leagues, it can be super fun. If you don't know what you can, what you're doing, you're going to find yourself in a big old hole. Um, and yeah, so oh man, this is so mean. Speaking of being in holes in dynasty leagues, our friend Justin Mason says hello. Uh oh, <laughs> is he uh, is he deep down there? What's going on, with Justin? Uh, is, he, uh, is he in the rebuilding years of his dynasty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> That was really mean. I was I just, literally. That's fine. I, mean. I know, but I was just on the phone with him talking about it, talking about a possible trade. I said I was going to go on with you. He said, "Oh, Frank's the best. I really like Frank." I said, "Yeah, I like Frank too." I'll tell him you say hi. And now, Justin, don't watch that. <laughs> I hope Justin doesn't see that. Now. No, when I mentioned dynasty baseball is a different beast, uh, just versus dynasty football. Look, there's to be honest, there's just a lot less players to know when it comes to like other dynasty sports. Like, let's be honest here. Look. 30 teams in baseball, 25-man active rosters. That's yes. 750 players right there. Yes. If you get into 40-man rosters now, we're talking 1,200 players. And then there are players who are prospects who aren't even on the 40-man roster. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking upwards of over 1,000 players yeah. that you kind of just need to have in your noggin somewhere. Or you need to have, you need to know the good places to go to get understandings about these players. Absolutely. I mean, I, and I'm, this is going to sound like a sales pitch, but if you're not a RotoWire subscriber... Uh, Rotowire to me is the best place to go because not only are you getting the what, I, what could be argued is the best prospect analysis in the business in James Anderson, but you're also getting um, Derek Van Riper, you're getting Jeff Erickson, you're getting Clay Link, who won 2018. I mean, he won everything in 2018. He won, won the, the great fantasy baseball invitation. Yes, and he also yeah, are you in that this year? Uh, yes, I am in this. I finished fourth overall last year. And man, you get a fist bump on that. I won my specific league because, like, there's all different leagues, and then there's yeah. also an overall prize. So I won my specific league. I came in fourth overall. Uh, now this year, it seems like there's a Champions League. Yeah, and you're in the Champions League. Everyone game. who won their specific league last year. So I'm going to Justin be Mason is is the head, is the owner that's of the correct. you know of yeah. the sleeper in the bus. Congrats to the sleeper in the bus winning a fantasy baseball podcast of the year, which you were just on recently. So. Yes, I'm I'm sort of their fifth outfielder. <laughs> that's what I am. Uh, but. 
when it comes to uh, yeah, the Champions League, like I- I'm competing against James Anderson's in there, Clay yes, Wiggins in there, like yes, Adam Ronis. There's a lot of great players. So uh, Ronis is in our uh, GDD. I'm a little bit over my head here. You're not over your head. What is... <laughs> if I'm being honest here, no, you're not. You're ready to go. You, hey, you were fourth overall out of how many? How many people were in that? I mean. I can't even tell you. Can't even tell you. A couple of hundreds. Yeah, 400 players. 400 players. You, players, you know, it's again, it goes back to the poker analogy. This is the World Series of Poker, and you came in fourth. That's pretty darn good, man. Let's get back to the dynasty, right? Because that's okay. why we're here. You have your top 400 rankings over at Roto Wire. The first question we get a lot of the time when it comes to dynasty, any sport, in a startup dynasty, yeah. how do I draft? Okay. Do you draft for the future? Do you draft for now? Is it a mix of both? Does it depend on what kind of player you are, how patient you are? Uh, I think another question that you have to answer is, realistically, how long do you expect this Dynasty League to last? Because a lot of them don't. Well, see, Unfortunately, know. a lot of them don't. I've not played in one Dynasty League that's folded. If you're getting involved in a Dynasty League, consider it like getting involved in a long-term relationship with a woman. I played, I played in one, and I won the first year, and the next year it didn't happen. Because, I mean, there were a lot of moving parts. Like, there were contracts for players. Like, we had to, no, we I, had to assign, I, that, like, you that, know, five-year contracts to, like, four players. And then we had six four, uh, four-year contracts. Uh, and it was just a lot for the commissioners league, But that's to, not a dynasty league. That's a, that's a keeper league, which is a different... No, it was, you keep pretty much every player. Yeah, but eventually you have to give those players back. A dynasty league yeah. means you own the team. You own the team, and you decide, and you keep every one of your players. It's the closest thing to real baseball. It is the real franchise. It is. It is absolutely like owning your own franchise. Mm-hmm. So, okay, getting to your to your question about the best way to draft for dynasty leagues. Okay, th- there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Here's how I go about it, and you need to be. You actually need to be a pretty savvy owner to pull this style off, but it works always, always. What I do. And what James and I did, and what I've done in the other two leagues, is I draft young bats from the beginning. So in the first round, you don't have to necessarily draft a young prospect. You can draft a young bat that is playing. So we got Freddie Freeman in the first round. He was 28 years old at the time. In the second round, we kind of, we went a little off there because we took Chris Sale because we weren't sure which, quite which way we were going. But then the third round, we picked up Ozzy Albies, who brings great value because he's a 20-year-old hitter who has a great future ahead of him. And then starting in the fifth round, we just consistently went forward with young bat prospects, Bo Bichette, Royce Lewis, um, all the way down the line. And we went from the fifth round through the 30th round, filling our team with young bats, which then in the first week of May, what we did was we then flipped those young bats to teams that had gone for it this year. They were going for it because they wanted to win the prize. They wanted to get that flag in that very first year. So then I reach out and I say, hey, you know, I'm going to be selling these young bats. Whoever decides to sell me their players first is going to get these young bats. So in that two-week period, we got Giancarlo Stanton. We got Paul Goldschmidt. We got Whit Merrifield. um, We got Carlos Carrasco. We got first, second, and third round picks in the original draft for guys we took in the eighth Ninth, eleventh, fourteenth round, because young bats is the currency you want. Young arms is not quite the same thing because you draft AJ Puck, he gets a little boom, he's done, and his value goes from you can draft him in the ninth round. Well, now he's really a thirtieth round player because he's going to be coming off TJ surgery. So it's about drafting young bats and then you know spotting the opportunities. And how did you do in that league? We started out on May first. We were it's a twenty team league, and on May first we Ooh. we had no fans league. 
20-team dynasty. 20-team dynasty, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, it's a good league. Yeah. 20-team league. On May 1st, we had, out of 200 points, I think we had 48 points. Then we made all of our trades over the course of the next couple of months. And then we rolled, and we finished with 165 points, three points out of first place. And if Chris Sale had not gotten injured, we would have, I believe, won that league. But we climbed. And if we didn't have three week, four weeks of no stats, the team that we built would have, you know, but we did. And that's how we built. But we're built for year two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. We're built for the future. We will either be in first, second, or third moving forward. And nothing will stand in our way. And that's how it's so much like real baseball, like yeah. running a franchise, is you have to weigh, do I sell off prospects to try and win now or set myself up for the next, you know, three years. Yeah, but you can do it versus, fast. Yeah. But you can do it fast. It doesn't have to be like yeah. professional baseball where you sit for three years because it's all about psychology, right? So even with us set up to dominate next year, we made a trade with our friend Matt Modica about a month ago, which may seem odd. We gave up Carlos Carrasco, Brad Hand, and Brett Gardner and received back, and this is a dynasty league, Shohei Otani, the sixth pick in the draft, which we then traded down to get the third pick in the draft, which turned into Victor Victor Mesa, and Dustin Fowler. So we gave up Hand and Carrasco, who are both in their 30s, for Shohei Otani, who is a top 10 dynasty piece to me. I think I have him at, I think I have him at 24. But he is a piece that he's 21 years old, and he's going to be... You a, know your rankings. He's 24th. There you go. He, he <laughs> is a dominant piece that will last... For a long time. So even when you get a team that looks like it's in dominant shape, you're always looking for the you're always looking for the value. You're always looking for that advantage in that run. There's no sleep. Yeah, it doesn't end. It doesn't end when it comes to dynasty. It's that's, it's like, that's, it's, that's it's, the fun. It's all it. around. It's like all you can make trades all year round. Yes, there's there's one week after. Well, no, the trade deadline is September first. Okay, yeah, and then from September first to the la- to a week after the last out of the World Series is a very quiet and boring time. But other than that, <laughs> let's find the match. Let's find the fit. I'm, I'm in negotiations in another dynasty league, which I was fortunate enough to win last year and win the year before um, with some great uh, industry people where I may be moving Nelson Cruz. And I may be moving Nelson Cruz today for an interesting package of young players um, because I, I want to get out before. I always wanna, you always want to get out before. You want to mm-hmm. get as much value as you can and then move him to get as much value as you can. Yeah, sell kind of, not when they're at the peak, but before like, the floor kind of just like falls out from beneath Nelson Cruz. And now, you know, he's moving over from Seattle, where he was great the past couple of years. Absolutely. He's going over to Minnesota. You saw some of the batting average start to yeah, fall out last year. So, you know, there is a chance. Look, Absolutely. he's, you know, There's he's, he's pushing he, 40 years old. I, like, look, I'm going to get, he's going to hit 36 home runs. He's going to bat 255. He's got one more good year. I'm going to get Luke Weaver, who is a buy low. You know, Sarah just wrote an interesting article about him today. Change of scenery, goes over to Arizona. Um, yeah, and he loses Yadier Molina, and losing Yadier Molina is actually a pretty damn big deal because he's the best catcher that there's ever been at handling pitchers and handling the strike zone and But well, you know who pitches. he does get to work with is the guy who was learning under Yadier Molina. That is true. Which was Carson Kelly. Look at this guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy is good. You're I tried. Good. Uh, one You're thing good. that I want to hit on before the break is you, you've touched on starting pitching a little bit, how you want to, when you're doing the draft, specifically startup draft, um, you want to get young hitters. Yes. So I assume when you accentuate the word young hitters, that means you're not necessarily going after young hitters. You're no. going after some of the older guys. I noticed your first starting pitcher is Jacob deGrom, who's ranked all the way down at 19. Yeah. So how 
how does one attack starting pitching when it comes to, to dynasty? Well, how much time we got before the break? <laughs> uh, we, uh, we got about a minute and a half. A minute so and a half. You could give us like a little tease and then we'll come back with it. <laughs> you know, pitching is you got to get pitching. Um, but you got to be smart about where you get your pitching. So I and just. The shelf life for pitching, I mean, we all know right. what it is in baseball. So I'm always looking. I, I, this Dynasty League One, which I'm in with John Halp and Joel Hennard, Rich Wilson, Tim McLeod, myself, Alex Cushing, great Dynasty player. I just traded Max Scherzer last week. And after the break, I'll tell you what I got. <laughs> Good. That's why he is a professional here. Ian Khan, uh, make sure you can follow his fantasy baseball Twitter account at Ian Khan 4 uh, where you know you can find out more about his, his work that he does over at Rotowire, some more uh, Dynasty uh, contributions that he, I assume you're going to be putting out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep the rankings going sort yeah. of every six to eight weeks. Top 400. Whew. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Fun to do. Not bad for your first shot. Uh, yeah, but we'll talk more about that when we come back. 844-843-6879. If you have a dynasty or keeper question, call in. 844-843-6879. I do want to touch on a few of like the top prospects for this year sure. versus like the long term. Vladimir Guerrero. Everyone's talking about Vladimir Guerrero. Is it worth paying the price in seasonal redraft leagues right now? Depends on the price. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll look into his ADP, see where he's going right now. Again, that is Ian Khan. That is Frank. I am Frank Stanfield. Be right back right after this. I'll tell you. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Scout Fantasy Sports This is a team I just don't understand what they're doing because I know you got the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Astros but you got Kluber, Carrasco, Bauer, Cleverger, and Bieber. To me, oh, you can win. Yeah, you that can is one of the best that. rotations in baseball. Yeah. Rotation is best rotation in baseball. I actually saw a discussion and the Indians weren't brought into it. I'm like, really? Uh, to me, I think they're right up there with anyone. Yes, I mean, with them and the Marlins. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Come on, come on. Two hearts that beat as one. 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 Two hearts that beat as one.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Frank Stanfield joined live in studio by Ian Khan. Are you a fan of this song, Ian? It's I. It's I. It's I. <laughs> One thing you learn about me is my musical taste. I, I just... We would like to uh, call the show the Guilty Pleasure Show sure. of the network. Because, I mean, yeah. my whole playlist on my phone, like anywhere you look, is just... It's Guilty Pleasure music. It's hey, man. I, would 80s, you- 90s freestyle. It's... Whatever that come was, on, Two of Hearts, Stacey Q. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was I'm like, all over. Like, I was like nine. I like Metallica. I've seen Metallica live six or seven times. I've been to hip hop shows. So I, I kind of bounce all Maybe, over. Are you on Spotify? Musically. Are you on Spotify? You do spot. I mean. No, no. I, I use, uh, I have Amazon Music as of right now. Gotcha. Because I would, cool. I would, I would take, I, I have Amazon Music as well. I, I got to figure out my whole Amazon, Spotify, like Apple Music. I think I'm paying for like too much. <laughs> Seriously, I think I've got Amazon it Music. Sounds like it. I've got well, I'm not paying for Apple, but I've got Amazon Music at home because of the Siri, not Siri, freaking Alexa. So I say Alexa, play a song, and that's fun. And then I really like Spotify. I've got all these things for myself, for my wife, for my kids, and you know, driving in the car. But it's fine. It's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Ian, I almost forgot to remind you. Yes, go ahead. If you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV, or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are so many ways you can make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match. Well, now I know. Now you know. Now I know. Ian. Yeah. Who did you trade Max Scherzer away for? Fair question. It was a two-part trade. So I had one trade that was in my inbox, and I knew that that was going to hold. Because it had been there for a day and a half. And I reached out to the guy. I'm like, look, I'm going to have to move one of these pieces or move another player from my team because otherwise I have too much of a glut at this spot. So the the original trade, and this this brings in draft picks and first-year player drafts, which is, I should explain briefly, the, the draft and first-year player drafts is the players who graduate from college, the players who are drafted in the MLB uh, draft who then come out, which is kind of fun because you get to know them from age 18, Age twenty two, your path throughout the minors, how absolutely. they absolutely you, you know, get how them they get better, you get them right out of school, and they become part of your squad. They're valuable pieces in Dynasty, uh, quite valuable, especially the the first round picks in those. So, uh, you know what? I'm just going to tell you the the final what I got. Okay, what I got finally, I got Jamison Tyon, I got Sixto Sanchez. Mm, just moved over to Miami. Yep, Will Smith, who's the captain. With Kybert Ruiz in Los Angeles, he's a top five uh, catching prospect. Two first round picks and two second round picks for sure, sir. It's a it's a pretty big haul. Yeah. that is a pretty wild haul when it so comes to dynasty. Twenty seven and Tyon's twenty seven, Scherzer's thirty four. So I'm buying seven more years of Tyon than I would get from from Scherzer. Now Scherzer's the best without a doubt. Yeah. Best but pitcher in baseball right now. Best pitcher in baseball. Best, re, you know, he in, the, in a redraft, he's going to be taking five. He's going to be taking six, seven. Um, Tyon's going to be taken in the third round, fourth round. But in 2021, Scherzer's going to be taken in the eighth round, and Tyon's going to be taken in the second round, is how I'm seeing it. And I've got Sanchez, Sixto Sanchez, and I've got Smith, and I've got four draft picks. So it's a Herschel Walker trade. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, Sixto Sanchez, the uh, the main piece basically that went over from yeah. Philadelphia to Miami in the JT Real Muto trade. Uh, you know, a lot of people are excited about Sixto Sanchez, and for a long time, uh, the Phillies were rumored to be part of big trades, but they didn't want to get rid of Sixto Sanchez because yeah. you know they see the long term upside um, for you know. For seasonal this year, I mean, he's not going to be no. a, uh, a contributor. I, we, the mm. earliest we see him is 2020. It's like, possible that he could be Maybe late 2020, but again, yeah, he, only, easily. he only pitched, I believe it was 46 and a third innings pitched at, at high A ball last year. Yeah, but his... So he's, he's, he's still got, got a ways to go, but he's got a lot of upside. He's got He's one of the top prospects in baseball, period. I just want to say one thing, because um, I imagine Greg Sussman is going to watch stuff. What's up, Greg? I hope you're having fun on your vacation. It was Greg's birthday this week. He left me, right? Went to go you, celebrate his birthday in Florida. What, can we can we get a can we get a live look at, at what Greg Sussman is up to today? I believe we have some. Oh, there you go. It's Greg swimming in a pool with a noodle around him. At a boy. We've been getting Greg Sussman updates throughout the week. Greg it's, Noodle. Look, look at that. That was him the other day. Uh, he was sunbathing. Hey, that's fantastic. Uh, I can't here, here see. Here you it. go. He's taking a picture poolside. You can see his legs. There you go. That's my man. And uh, there you go. That was Greg Sussman on his 50th birthday. Uh, <laughs> his drinking birthday. a fruit smoothie. Oh, he's so old. Uh, <laughs> he's so old. What is he? He's like, he is so old. God, he's old. And there you go. He's on a pool noodle. So I want, I shout just out want, to Greg. Happy, I, happy birthday. I want Greg to know that as excited as I am about my Max Scherzer deal, um, I'm also super excited that he is down there in Florida enjoying himself after working his tail off, you know, doing all that he does. And so a little exactly. tip of the cap to you, my friend, Greg exactly Sussman. I wish right. you were here. This but is, actually, uh, if you were here, I wouldn't be here. No, nah, don't worry. We're going to have you back in. It's not about that. We're going to have, like... We are going to have a few more Ian Khan shows, I hope, before the season starts. Because Uh, we need to pick pick your brain about your auction strategy. I mean, everyone wants to know. I mean, you can only give away so much. I don't know. No, I actually, I I can. uh, Listen, as a Roto-Wire. Look, you won. 15-team auction. That is not easy to do. Against some really good players. Tim Haney's in that league. From beginning to end. I I believe you led from from day one to day 162. Yep, I did. However many days. 160, like something whatever. like that. It's probably 167. Yeah, you led from... Yep, I did. It was a good year. It was a good year. Nominated. So we're going to have you in again. Definitely pick your brain about auction strategy. But, you know, we can find out who are Ian Khan's guys. Who are Ian Khan's guys this year? Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Has nothing to do with the Yankee hat on top of your head. I'll tell you. It does. Because it, it gave me the opportunity to watch him. And, you know, people are looking at my rankings and they're like, those are some... Awesome rankings, except why the hell do you have Luke Voigt at 155? <laughs> like, I had, I had a buddy of mine who, who I showed the rankings to before I sent. Like, it's really good. Why is Voigt at 155? I was like, because I think he's that good. And he goes, you know, you can make that same point putting him at like 205. And I said, all right, you know, I don't really need to. Okay. So I went and I looked and I put him, I was like, all right, let me drop him 20 points and see how it looks. And then every time I was like, no, I'd rather have him than that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. Hey, you can go duck yourself. There's no cursing. Go duck yourself. He's 155. And the reason is because he's number one in hard hit rate in, the, in, in, the, in all of the game and in barrel rate. He's also playing in the right ballpark. He also plays the game the right way. Though, do you know how many home runs he hit that went 314 feet to right field? I, I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> A lot. A lot because he could just because he does those one arm. He has that stroke. He has like that opposite field stroke. You watch him play, Oof. and you know, little preview here. We're gonna get into our position previews once Greg comes back. But first base, I have two guys that I really like as sleeper. You know, late round candidates. Luke Voigt is one of them. Is I, it? I think he gets pumped up a little bit because of the uh, because of the Yankee bias. 
I think he gets pumped up a little bit in drafts. But there's a lot to like. You mentioned, look, how hard he hits the ball. 288 career hitter in the minors. This is a guy that, you know, I was touting a little bit last year. I actually drafted him uh, in my NFBC draft champions. These are 50-round drafts. I drafted him in, like, the 40s in the rounds just based on his batted ball data alone. I was like, if he gets an opportunity, and, and then he, that his was batted, the year before. And his batted ball Cardinals. data against the major league pitchers. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. And this was 2017, his batted ball data with the Cardinals. It was a small sample, but he absolutely matches. He hits the ball extremely hard. Again, uh, you know, in 2017, 91.2 miles per hour average exit velocity. That was 11th best in all of baseball. Last year, 92.2 miles per hour average exit velocity. If he qualified, that's top 20. You mentioned his 12.4 barrels per plate appearance. Number one, Uno in all of baseball. If he qualified, 8.2% soft hit rate was the lowest over the past two seasons. Again, it's a small sample size. 155, Luke Voigt. Mashes. He hits the ball hard. And look, he also plays the game the right way. He's a nut. He does the little Sammy Sosa jump. You ever notice he gets a little yeah, thing, yeah, and then he does the yeah. finger up, and then everybody sort of laughs at him, and so now he's like, he wants to do the finger, and then he's like, I catch it. I'm the finger. I I really like this kid. Luke is no fluke. That was what I was saying all last spring. <laughs> I, I have this Fall. as his projection for this season. You let me know how this sounds. Go ahead, yeah. And it, you know, look, most of the time projections are conservative. Two seventy, twenty five home runs, seventy five runs, seventy five RBI. And you're yeah. getting him where you're getting him right now in NFBC drafts. I could pull that up for you. You're getting him around 200. Two, uh, two. At that point, you're getting a guy who's going to hit 270 with 25 home runs. And again, these are conservative. If he plays every single day, he in plays the every day, lineup, he's going to hit 35 it could, home runs. It could be exactly. And he's going to knock like, in 100. I'm setting kind of the floor here. If he I, plays I, every single if day, if he plays every single day, those are extremely conservative numbers for me. He's going to pick 183 right now. He's oh, the 17th good. first baseman off the board. Yeah, well, for seven, and who's exactly above him? Josh Bell is probably right above him. Um, you know who's above him? Yeah, tell me. Eric Hosmer. Well, see, Miguel Cabrera. Well, I, I, I mean, I. Come on, Ian. Listen, Come on. hey, I'm, I'm the nut job that has him at 155 in a dynasty league. I, I don't want anything to do with either one of. Them. I don't want anything to do with Miguel Cabrera or, or, or Eric. I'm gonna say Cosmer. one thing about Eric Cosmer, and I, I want to say this about Eric Cosmer. It's a really bad contract. Yes, I agree. It's a really bad contract, but it gets cheaper as it goes along. If the San Diego Padres are ever going to win a World Series, Eric Cosmer is going to be in the center of that mash bob. I understand why they did it. And and to me, there's value in that. Now, I also don't like Will Myers that much. From a fantasy perspective, he's an interesting player. But from like a baseball perspective, he's a bit of a punk. He's not number one punk. Yeah, he's not number one punk. (laughs) Ian Conn is big on, uh, you know, calling people out for being punks too, by the way. Sorry. Not a big Javier Baez guy. I remember that. From no, 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 no. I like Baez okay. Who was it then? There was someone that you really called out that you did not like. <laughs> um, I remember Michael Kopech was one of them that you didn't like because no, of his no. girlfriend. That's correct. <laughs> I saw an interview. I re- I'll I never s- forget this because I, I enjoyed some of your analysis is, you know, you would look into like people's personal lives. and Yeah. Because it's like, tied baseball, into like. Well, because here's what happened. I owned there is Michael Kopech. There's a mental aspect of. It's, it's the whole thing. Exactly. I, was, I owned Michael Kopech in a dynasty league. And I saw an interview. I'm going to talk right to camera. I saw an interview with Michael Kopech and his fiance. After I saw that interview with his fiance, because it really ended up being with his fiance, I traded Michael Kopech the next day because I said, okay, this is a really hard job. And she's really tough too. That's tough. This is not going to work. There's going to be upheaval in this young man's life. I am not interested in going along for the ride. So I traded him. And Gregory Polanco 
and a third round pick for Trevor Bauer. That was in May of last year. And I got some phone calls going, are you nuts? How can you do that? Trevor Bauer, really? You're taking Bauer, you're giving up Polanco and Kopech and a third round pick? And I'm like, yeah. Why? Because I just saw an interview with Kopech's fiance. And then about two weeks later, he has TJ surgery. He was, he was healthy when I traded him. Um, I'm not blaming that on you the You look fiance. like a genius now, though. But it was, it was a good trade, and it helped win yeah. the league. Um, and it will help me moving into this year. And, and made it so that I could trade Scherzer because I have, still have Sale and uh, Trevor Bauer and Jameson Tyon, Carlos Martinez, Hugh Darvish, Jose Quintana. in a 15-team league. Not so bad. Not so bad at all. Uh, so Luke Voigt, we found someone, uh, we found common ground on one player so far. I like Luke Voigt. Uh, he hits the ball extremely hard. Another player who hits the ball extremely hard. Yes. And I mentioned that I was going to bring him up. It's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who right now is the first prospect being drafted. He makes off me the go, board. do, do, do. I mean, he really does. Do, 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 do. Because yeah, he's any, really if good. If there's anyone that wants to make you sing and dance, it Vladimir kinda, Guerrero Jr. I've tried to trade for him all offseason with one of my oldest and best friends. And he's like, I'm not trading him. He's just too much fun to have on my team. And I'm like, yeah, no, I want to have him on my team too. He's like, no, I'm not going to give him to you. And he sends me pictures of Vlad Jr. when he was like four years old with his father. And he's like, look at that face. I can't trade that face. So cute. He's really good. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's quite the understatement there uh, when it comes to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I did notice this. You have him ranked eighth in your eighth. dynasty rankings. Yep, that's about right. Should he be number one? Why isn't he number one? No, no, he shouldn't be number one. And, and no, 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 no. No, Mike just for Trout. some people who are coming in, I understand why you don't. Mike because Trout is number the seven one. players you have ahead of him yeah, who are, are all players? super young and they're in, or, or in their prime, and they still have a bunch of years left ahead of him. Who are the seven ahead? Trout, Trout yes. Betts, Acuna, Juan Soto, Francisco Lindor, Jose Ramirez, Christian Yelich. I get it. Some people at yeah. home are going to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and get hyped in a dynasty and say, look, he should be the number Who's one. Who's right after Vladimir Guerrero? Bryce Harper. <laughs> Punk. <laughs> I don't know why. Ian Khan, not big on punks. No, man. Come on. Bryce Harper. You know that Jonathan Papelbon business that happened all those years ago? Yeah. If I was on Bryce Harper's team, you know what I would have been on that team? I would have been Jonathan Papelbon going, you don't win championships by not running out to first base, champ. That's it. Sorry. If I meet Bryce Harper, I'll say, nice to meet you. You're, you're a great athlete, great talent. Do I want him on my Yankee team? I do not. My Yankee team. Well, Owner, Ian Kahn. No. That's fair. But I, I go <laughs> but to a lot you know, of I, live, I, I call live Greg in- out when he, like, he calls me out for saying we when I talk about the Yankees or... Or the Knicks or the Jets, right? Because those are my teams, right? Yeah. He calls me out. I'm like, come on, dude. Everyone hey, does it. I live Everyone. in the Bronx, the Boogie Down Bronx. I live 15 minutes from the stadium. My son and I go to I go to I go to more games than than most. And I follow the team. I watch every game. That's kind of crazy, but I'm a pretty big Yankee fan. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. last year. I mean, it, it was unprecedented what he did moving through levels. And look, his first taste of double A, 402, 1120 OPS. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, hits 14 home runs in 61 games, took the league by storm, uh, moves up to triple A, still hits 336, 978 OPS. All right, it's not, you know, it's not 1120. Still pretty damn good. Six home runs in 30 games. I remember uh, he got shut down at some point because he was suffering from an injury. I'm with you. I don't think that he should be the number one player taken in Dynasty. No. But for seasonal, he's going to be a hot topic this year. Yes. About where he should be drafted. I know last night, the labor draft, uh, yeah. that's a mixed 15-team draft. And my guys, He went to Collette Paul Sporer and, and Jason Collette. Yep. Again, first pick of the fourth round. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's In your right. opinion, that's right. That's right. 
That's about right. A little later, maybe, but not that's much. Pick forty six overall. Yeah, that's right. He'll be up on May 9th. He may be up on April twenty eighth. He's gonna be special. He's gonna be special. He's but you know who's gonna be most special? How much time we got? You know who's gonna be the most special redraft player that comes? All right, here we go. Here comes the Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, man, is Babe Ruth as a tall Japanese handsome man. Even this year? Yeah, he's not gonna pitch, but he's 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 the best. There's nobody better. I mean, his hitting profile was remarkable. Let's do. Last let's year. do we'll find that during the break. If I, here's my upside. Now he's not coming back till May. Fine. So I'm going to take out 30 game, 20 games. So I, this is what I would have had for him if he if he played a whole season. It would have been 40 home runs, 285 average, 110 RBIs, 110 runs, with <laughs> 35 stolen bases. Did you hear what I just said? 40 home runs, 285 average. With thirty-five I can hear stolen the bases, clamoring at home right now. Ian Khan, you're crazy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Look what he did last year. Let's yeah. pull it up during the break. Yeah, and and it, I, and it was a smaller sample size as well. I will say this for Vladimir Guerrero. I tweeted out a link the other day. It was a pretty cool story from uh, Sportsnet up in Canada. Basically, the earliest day that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. can be on the roster is Friday, April twelfth. So I'm not gonna say mark your calendars. But I tried to do that last year with Ronald Acuna. He wasn't up exactly that day. He was up shortly after that. But Mark your calendars. I'd expect him in April. When we come back, more top prospects in baseball this year. Shohei Otani as well. Ian Khan, Frank Stample, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Mark your calendars. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Rain dance! Make it rain. LeBron has pretty much sent the message throughout that locker room that, yeah, you guys don't matter. I don't think I can win with you. What kind of work atmosphere is that in the locker room? He has made an absolute mess of the Lakers organization, and you're probably not going to make the playoffs this year, which means for the first time in forever, LeBron James, well, what does he care? He'll be making movies in L.A. now and commercials. The sooner the season is over, the better for LeBron James. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
right, I'll tell you. Welcome back to the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Ian Khan live in studio. No Greg Sussman here this week. I am Frank Stanfield. Greg is missed. Greg is missed. I miss Greg. As always. There you go. While he's... Thank you, yeah. Cool noodle. I am so much older than Greg Sussman. You know what? I thought I was going to... No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. No one's older than Greg. I'm older than Greg. <laughs> I'm an old dude. I thought, I thought that it would be a good idea to have these pictures up. Now I'm just really starting to like piss myself off <laughs> no no we're out here in snow it's in the great. cold in new york we've got a restaurant we can look at <laughs> there you frank's go. looking at the i love no it. frank's here <laughs> greg's i'm looking at, at i'm looking at greg's sunbathing here you go all right oh sorry about that that was awful <laughs> sorry about that everybody the dailyroto.com partnership with data golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools Check out the all-new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities, and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head, and three ball betting tools, PGA pro tips, subscriber chat, and more. Go to dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's dailyroto.com. Click on Go Premium, click on Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. All righty, Ian. Can I, can I, can I, uh, what's up? What do you got? Can I witch about something? See what sure. I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? I'm going to witch about something. So I just got a car, right? I at least a car for the for three years. I got a really cool car. I really like the car. It's a Subaru Outback. It's a six cylinder engine. I've never had a six cylinder engine. It's got a little. All right, got a little giddy up, and and the the I dealt with them before, and they were a fan of the TV show, so they gave me a really nice deal on it, make made it all very pretty. I just got a freaking email from Subaru say, "Stay warm with the remote engine starter," right? Saying, "Hey, if you have this remote engine, why didn't they give me that when I got the freaking car? Now I got to pay another six hundred dollars or whatever it is to, to so I can that should have come with the car." I don't disagree with you, but I'm, this is the way everything works. In life. No, man. You know, I, like, I mean, on. I get it. It's just a, it's, a, it's all about money. It's a scam. If we had six hours, that would have been an awesome thing to talk about. But since we really only have one, that was probably unnecessary. Let's no, get I mean, it's yeah, perfectly yeah. fine. I, you know, I'm perfectly fine hearing about your outside fantasy baseball life. Your yeah. Subaru. I've never owned a car, actually. But I, I, and I don't own this car because I do lease yeah, this car. Lease I've I never leased, leased a car. A car either. Do you have a driver's license? I do. I drive around like my parents' car. That's good. But it's important. Extra car, so there just, are people. It, the, the I don't want to get involved like the whole insurance, you know, paying for gas, all this stuff. So yeah, I just steal their car sometimes. Hey man, I have a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a metro card. <laughs> That's I live how you at, get around in New York. City. I live in Riverdale, New York. So I live. Uh, I, I we we have a little house, and we have you know room for two cars. We have two cars actually. Cars. Ian, I want to ask you about specifically something that happens a lot in my. I play in keeper leagues. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't do the whole. Dyna- I don't go all the way into the dynasty thing. But I play in keeper leagues where you can keep up to four players, and every single year, and we're we're trying to figure out how to fix this problem. And I don't yeah. know. Maybe people home listening or watching can relate to this issue. Yeah. We have these fire sale trades every yeah. well, so single this is, year. I know where you're going. Where it's like six players for one. Yeah. Because you're giving up. Oh, I have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I drafted him in the seventeenth round. In our league, it moves up one round every single year, but sure. you have a three-year max of how long you can keep a player. I've, I've played in this before. I'll give you Vladimir Guerrero. You give me your six best players. That is correct. And you know what? Should that be allowed? No. And that's Fire why sale are... trades? Yeah, like, well, well, how, do you, no. how do you make it better? But how do you is, remedy that? You, you don't play in these leagues. 
How about that? I mean, they're my longest. These are my home leagues. These I, are my longest. I, I get it. But leagues. these, this is what you. This is the problem with these leagues. This see I'd dynasty. Rather, le- I'd rather just try and figure out this issue. Like I don't know. The thing I, is, I don't honestly, I I played in these leagues and I got I on the last day and this was in 2011. I had Manny Machado and Jonathan Lucroy. Okay, and I was going for the title. It was me and one other guy on the last hour before. Um, the trade deadline. I traded a Manny Machado who was still in the minor leagues and Jonathan Lucroy who was still in the minor leagues for Miguel Cabrera who was Miguel Cabrera at the time and Mark Teixeira who was Mark Teixeira still at the time and a pitcher. And the league broke because it was like you just gave away to the guy who's going for the title the two, two, your two best players for two and, I, and the way I sold it to him on the phone was look, if you in an hour... There will be, you, not, you can't keep these guys. And then now they're gone. Why not take Manny Machado and Jonathan Lucroy, who you'll be able to keep for three years? And, you know, it turns out that had they done that, and, you know, but that's the problem with those leagues is you run into those problems. So I, I can't help you with that because I just play Dynasty Leagues because of that. Sorry, man. It's all right. Eh. I, I somebody else knows. Somebody, somebody else will know. <laughs> for me, I, just, I, I was one of the guys who broke the league. I mean, and, you know, your trade compared to, like, the things that happened in my leagues are, like, it's no comparison. I mean, you actually gave up two legitimate prospects, like, yeah. that turned out to be awesome, and you, you got three players back. There was a trade in my league last year. Severino was traded for seven players. Who were the seven, seven players? One. Anthony Rendon. Okay. Edwin Encarnacion. Okay, we're done. Chris Archer, Josh Donaldson, Robin Cicano, Matt Kemp. We don't need those. Drum. Yeah. And Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> and Jacob DeGrom. And Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, a little cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the cherry. That's the Sunday, babe. I've asked Greg about this, and he has he plays in keeper leagues as well. He says you should limit the amount of players you could get back in a trade. Like, you can only get two players back in a fire sale trade. Yeah, but then... <laughs> Ian Khan's, like, getting flustered. He's... <laughs> uh, it's just... It's just uh. What else we got? <laughs> Can we talk about it? Who, who are some who are some top prospects that yeah. you're looking at this year? Like that's okay. outside of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You know, I put up a poll before uh, before the show started over at Fantasy BFF's Twitter account, and I asked who are like out of these four prospects, and I mean you could list anybody that you want. Who are mm. you most excited about this year? Okay, Eloy Jimenez. I mean, he's a very popular candidate. He's really good. Victor Robles, Oris Whitley. Jesus Luzardo. Okay. Who's also gaining some steam out there in Oakland. Oh, Luzardo is wonderful. And Whitley is a beast. He's got five pitches that are excellent. Ooh, Whitley is so good. Um, okay, in order of value to their teams this season, I would say it goes Robles, Luzardo, Jimenez, Whitley. And that has everything to do with the clock. Because to me, Robles, I, I don't think that Bryce... Harp, Bryce Punk Harper. I can't stop myself. <laughs> Damn. Bryce Harper is going back to Washington. I do not believe that he's going to. So I think Robles is your starting center fielder moving forward. And then second, we have... Um, oh, I, I do think Lazardo is up. I think Lazardo is up in April. I think that the White Oakland Sox... Oakland needs pitching bad. Yeah, yeah. And they Le, need pitching Lizardo bad. is freaking good, man. Any left-hander who's throwing 97 with control and, and command is my kind of left-hander. Like I, I, I love those kinds of pitchers. 
Uh, I really like Lazardo a lot. He's still a young pitcher, so you can't you know go all in on him and trade away all your young hitters for him. But if there's a way to sneak Jesus Lazardo into your team, I like it long term, long term from a dynasty perspective. Eloy Jimenez, I don't think he comes up till June. I also think he gets hurt a lot, so he could get hurt. And I also don't think Forrest Whitley is going to get 150 innings. I just don't. So in term, I think all four of them are great baseball players. They would all provide. They would all provide a tremendous amount of value. Let's do it this way. If all four were going to play all season, right, and they're all coming up on the same day, that's a different question. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to play. They're all going to be regulars. Um, I would say Whitley would be number one. I would say Robles would be number No, I would say Eloy Jimenez. I'm going to say Robles will be number two. Eloy would be number three. And Jesus Lazardo would be number four. Yeah, I think Eloy tops that list for me. And it's, you know, it's nothing against Whitley. Look, all four of these guys are great. And I hear what you're yep. saying, but Eloy Jimenez, you know, I look at the profile and he reminds me a lot of Nelson Cruz. He reminds me a lot of Nelson Cruz. Like if I had yeah. to make a comp for him, like yeah. maybe yeah. once he gets to his prime at the at the major league level, a guy who, you know, the past couple of years, look at Nelson Cruz. He's, you know, he's hit 280 plus, not last year. Batting average came back a little bit, but throughout his career yeah, with the Mariners, he'd been 280 plus hitter, 35 plus home runs. That's where I could see and that opposite. Field that's where power. I could see Eloy Jimenez, especially you know playing in Chicago. He might, he might even gonna learn a from a guy like Jose Abreu too. Yeah, I like Jose. That Abreu. Helps, and I think Eloy Jimenez could have a higher average. I mean, he could hit three hundred. How about this for Victor Robles? You seem yep. very excited about him, and I, I, like I don't him. disagree with the fact that I don't expect Bryce Harper back in Washington. Good. I don't know where he's gonna go. To be honest. Like San Diego, San Francisco. He's going to end up on the somewhere Yankees. in the he's West gonna Coast. He's going to be in the Yankees on a two-year deal. I think Machado is going to be. I do not. <laughs> you want. don't want either one of these guys. I do not want either of these guys. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want putting him. Ian Khan on the spot. No, it's not on the spot. That's punk number one and punk number two. In fact, I got Manny Machado as punk number one. So I'll take Bryce Harper if I had to put it like that. Because I do not like Manny Machado. I do not want Manny Machado as the starting third baseman. Something Start- tells me you didn't like Alex Rodriguez either. No, I liked actually I liked A Rod more than Manny Machado. I did. I did. Yeah, I actually a lot had of parallels there, don't no. Yeah, but at least a Rod, A Rod was kind of a jerk, but he kind of tried to not be a jerk. Like he kind of tried to be sweet about it. Um, he was little, the end of his career. Yeah, yeah. But even earlier, I, I always had a soft spot for A Rod, and I was always slightly annoyed at Jeter because I always felt like Jeter did not. That's a whole nother hour. <laughs> Stay tuned for the the Yankees. Uh, Yankees, <laughs> Yankees on demand. Yankees, uh, <laughs> it's like days of our lives. It would be Yankees of our. That's nah, not quite right. Yankees of our lives. I mean, uh, all my Yankees. That would be it. All my Yankees. All my Yankees. Were you a big uh, soap opera guy? My mother in law was the casting director for All My Children. Really? Yes, for 50 so. Years. Does that mean by default you had to be a big soap opera guy? No, because by the time <laughs> I met the woman who is now my wife, I was not of soap opera age. However, when I was a kid. I used to watch Days of Our Lives when I was between the ages of like 11 and 15. I did as well, but Days in, of Our Lives? Um invol- involuntarily. <laughs> Your mom? <laughs> it would just always be on in my house. Days of Our Lives. Like man. any soap opera was always on in my house. Oh, and hope and A lot of people like to make these uh these major league player comps for prospects. Sure. Sometimes it's a little bit unfair. I realize that. You know, I you know, I mentioned Nelson Cruz as a possibility for Eloy Jimenez. I heard someone bring up Starling Marte yeah. as, as Victor Robles. That's who I... And it might have been you. I think it was me. It might have been you on, <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. But I heard it, and I was like, that makes a lot no, no, of no. sense. No, no, no. It was on Sleeper on the Bus, I said that. That makes a because lot of sense. Because when you said that, I was like, Starling Marte. Yeah. Victor Robles is Starling Marte. Yeah, yeah. Because it, Starling Marte, look, makes a lot of contact, doesn't walk all that much, but uh, it, it, there are a lot of parallels. Look, Robles, you're expecting stolen bases from him. Yeah. He's never going to be a huge power hitter, no. I don't think, personally. No, I agree. But neither is Starling Marte. Can he give you... 
in his prime, you know, 15, 15 to 20 maybe, and, yeah. and 40 stolen bases. Yeah. That's something I could With see. With a 290 average. What's a realistic projection for Victor Robles this year? Not that. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I would two, I'm gonna I say 272. 8 to 10 homers. Yeah, I was going to go, yeah, yeah, okay. 25 to 30 stolen bases. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think that's realistic. I think it's realistic, too. And that's why he's going where he's going this year. I like... You know, some of the middle rounds, you're getting him as, like, your outfield three, outfield four. That's fine. In a a 15-team league where you start five outfielders. Outfield four, Victor Robles. I mean, it's a little risky, too. But look, Luke Voigt is a little risky because Luke Voigt could have a really bad spring. And, you know, I could see a video with his they girlfriend. They don't want Greg Bird to go away for whatever reason. Well, you, that, Greg Bird is there. That's the point. Is That's why Luke Voigt is, is a little risky. Because Greg Bird is there. And if Voigt struggles, then Bird does have the opportunity to step back in and hit 196 again. That was mean. <laughs> with that, I do want to sign off YouTube now. We're going to stay on the radio side of things for the next five minutes or so. Up next, you're getting... Chris Ventra and the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day with the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Leave us a comment. If you're listening on demand, make sure rate, review, subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes, Google Play Store, wherever you're listening. We appreciate it very, very Indeed. much. Indeed. And they're lovely guys. And we miss Greg. <laughs> and we miss Greg on top of that. I did want to bring up. Shoot. Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't get to it before. I like him. That's my friend. But what he was able to do last year. Yes, please tell I mean, me. Just, I know he struggled let's, against let's lefties. Let's just run through this. Please. 22 home runs. How many at-bats? In 367 plate appearances. So if we extrapolate that, is that what they call it? Extrapolating it? If we, if extrapolate, we, yeah. Is that what it is? If you extrapolate... How many at-bats, though, do you think? 500. 500 at-bats? Yep. Which, yeah, if you do that... He's hitting 30-plus, at least. Yeah. He's hitting 30 How many stolen bases did he have? He had 10 stolen bases and four caught ceilings. So let's 10, be, 10 but, for 14. Yeah, but let's be clear. He didn't start stealing bases until he wasn't pitching anymore. Because while he was pitching, he didn't want to run. But once he wasn't pitching anymore, he started to run. So if you look at that, he stole like seven in the last month, two months. 285 batting average, that's 361 OBP, that's 925 OPS. And that's as a 21-year-old rookie. 21-year-old rookie. Did you ever see him hit the ball to left center field? Was that I, have, I believe that's really it might have been his first home run, which came off like Corey Kluber. I was Oof. watching that. It was yeah. one of his first home runs. I don't know if it was his first, but I was watching that in a bar last year. Got out of work, met up at a bar with, with, some, uh, with one of my buddies, and I'm watching Shohei Otani take Corey Kluber deep. Yep. As Take everybody his, deep. As one of his 22 home runs last year in 367 plate appearances. Talk about the batted ball data. 43% hard hit rate last year. How's that? Is that pretty good? Is that good? Pretty good. League average was, uh, you know, 34, 35%. So 43% pretty he's good. He's at 43%, 29.7% home run to fly ball And rate. he's maybe the third fastest player in baseball. You're very excited about Otani. Is there a way to... Do we have that list of how fast people are and who's the fastest of all the fast, fast guys? Yeah, I could pull that up. I know it's one of the uh, one of the Statcast leaderboards that they offer now. I don't who's, know if he's going to qualify. Uh, who's the fastest fast? Because if you ever saw Shohei Otani leg out a triple, the uh, fastest on a interesting sprint speed. This is a feet per second. Byron Buxton at thirty point five. He can't feet hit per second, but really fast. <laughs> but he's but I have him pretty high on my dynasty rankings just in case he learns how to hit. You see any of those off-season videos of Byron Buxton like squatting a million pounds? But I heard you like. Uh, I don't. He's I don't not showing. That, I don't think that he 
qualifies. Okay, that's fine. I, I'll tell you, he's really fast, and he's really fun to watch, and he's super chill. This dude is like, he's just, boom. He's going to be... They have Otani at 28.4 feet per second, which would be 123rd in all of baseball. Ian Khan's not buying it. <laughs> but he's right, he's right around, you know, other names. Francisco Lindor, uh, Jorge Polanco. He's faster than that. Brandon Nimmo. He's faster than that. He's fast. He can. I mean, he's he's like a gazelle. He's a he huge is, dude. He's what six foot. And he's four, just going to be five? hitting this year. So if he is, if he's falling in drafts, how does he? How does he work into the what? What the Angels want to do though? Is he? because he's going to DH. He's going to. He's going to DH. Play outfield. No, just DH. What do they do with Pujols? Is, Pujols is going to sit on the bench with where Pujols belongs. And I still say that Otani is faster than that in my own <laughs> heart and head. He's really fast. He's really super fast. Um, but I think, it, you know, I was talking to Dirk Van Riper uh, about this, that, and Dirk made an awesome point. He said he's going to have to throw, too, to rehab. So the throw days are going to be on days where, where he would be facing a really tough lefty. So if Chris Sale is going up against the Angels, Otani's going to get the day off. But otherwise, Otani is, Otani is a special, special talent. He is like, he's like Kristoff's. Porzingis. I mean, he's he's like Porzingis. Yeah. He's a unicorn and unique. For baseball purposes, yeah. yeah. In terms of being able to pitch, throw the way that he does, hit the way that he does, the batted ball data. I've said this for a while. The Angels have needed a left-handed power hitter for like, since the beginning of time. Yeah. They finally have that in Otani. Yeah. I want to thank Ian Khan for coming in studio. Remember, follow his fantasy baseball work over at Ian Khan for contributing at Rotowire. Yes. Become for a Rotowire Ian. subscriber. I am Frank Stanfield. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening today. And as always, stay classy, fantasy owners. See you tomorrow. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super. 